This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Long time no see. Welcome or welcome back, I should say, to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. My name is Shakira White and I am the host here. If you are already a part of our Carefree family, that means that you have subscribed, you get notified every single time we post a new episode here, which happens to be every Tuesday at 9 a.m. I say that reluctantly and we will get to that in a second if you are a faithful subscriber and you're like girl where have you been we will get to that in a second give me a second just give me a beat but for the new folks the people that stumbled across this podcast welcome we hope that you will join us and become a part of our carefree family that means that you will subscribe on whatever platform you're using to listen to us on and that way you'll get notified every single time we post a new episode here on carefree and black diaries we talk about news we talk about politics music entertainment movies and most importantly life lessons that i've learned along the way and that i wish to share with you again my name is shakira we're going to roll into our carefree updates on the other side of that we'll have a break and get into our topic of the day Okay, so for our carefree updates, we have been gone for, what, two months? This is June. Um, We were gone throughout May, throughout April, and three months, and throughout March. March, April, and May, we were not posting any podcast episodes, and the last time you heard from me was the end of February. We had a series going entitled um, Lessons from a Love Song, which was really fun to do, and I was really enjoying it. We did not get to do the last episode in that series because some stuff happened. Um, and I feel like I've been gone so long that I have so much to talk to you all about, but also um, some housekeeping stuff. Is that what they say? Like, so we need to go over some housekeeping stuff first. Um, so my godmother passed at the beginning of March, early March. And I was just not in the headspace to create podcasts. I was not in the headspace to um, create content. I was not in the headspace to talk about anything, to be quite honest with you. Um, And so that's part of the reason that I was gone. And also, you know, there's just been so much going on in the world. And I'm a highly sensitive person who internalizes a lot of things things outside of my control uh, oftentimes. And so with, as you can imagine, with everything that's been happening recently and with the passing of my godmother, um, I just needed a, a second to recalibrate, a second meaning like three months, to recalibrate and figure out exactly you know, how I felt about certain things, including about the podcast. Did I want to continue doing this? Um, you know, did I have anything valuable to add to the conversation? Because like I said, I'm an introspective person. And if I feel like there's nothing that I have valuable to add to the conversation, then I just feel like 
it's pointless. You know, I'm not one of those people that just wants to talk to talk. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. So I've stepped away for a while and I felt like, okay, we have a lot that we need to talk about. Meaning more podcast episodes. Now, like I said earlier, there has been a lot going on in the world with mass shootings. You know what happened in Buffalo. We know what happened in Uvalde, Texas. Um, Just last night in Philadelphia, we know what happened in California. It's endless. By the time this podcast goes up in two days, who knows what could have happened in between the time that I'm recording this episode and the time that it goes to post. Um, So as you can imagine, with that being said, we're definitely going to be talking about gun control. We're going to be talking about gun violence. We're going to be talking about um, the politics surrounding those things in the coming episodes. I'm not sure if that's going to be next week or the week after that, but we are definitely going to be talking about it, which is why I don't want to spend too much time talking about it during these carefree updates. For this episode, I just wanted to ease you all into where I've been. So yeah, that's all I have to say for our carefree updates. After this break, we're going to come back with our topic of the day, which is one of the reasons I felt like I needed to come back to podcasting because we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it right after this break. All right, welcome back to the other side of this break. As you can see from the title of this episode, we are talking about aesthetics. No, we are not talking about home aesthetics. We are not talking about um, floral designs. We are not talking about interior design, buildings, car aesthetics, none of that. We're talking about personal aesthetics, people aesthetics. And I already know that some of y'all are not going to like this topic. It's okay. We can agree to disagree, but it wouldn't be like me if I didn't talk about it anyway, because that is the purpose of the Carefree and Black Diaries podcast. So as you all know, if you've been here for a while, I like to give a little bit of backstory so that you know where these different topics come from. Um, a few days ago, about three days ago now, I was doing my weekly, you know, doom scroll on Twitter where you just scroll and scroll and scroll endlessly, mindlessly. You're just scrolling, right? So I'm on Twitter and I keep seeing these tweets on my homepage that are referencing this quote, clean girl aesthetic. And if you're an avid Twitter user, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're on the black Twitter side, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A few days ago, there were these tweets everywhere about the clean girl aesthetic. And maybe the first three times I passed the tweets about it, I just kept scrolling. But by the fourth tweet, I stopped and I was actually like, okay, what is a clean girl aesthetic? What is this? So I click on the thread. Because this particular tweet had what seemed like an almost endless thread of pictures with examples of what the clean girl aesthetic is. And if you know, you know, if you know what thread I'm talking about, um, I'm sure you can go on Twitter and search um, clean girl aesthetic and you will find a particular thread with these images that I'm talking about. Now, I could be wrong, but to me, after looking at the thread, I think that this clean girl aesthetic seems to be like the quote unquote natural no makeup makeup or like the minimal makeup look. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about right now, just visualize in your mind pictures um, 
of black women wearing neutral colors, nude lipsticks, like no reds, no pinks, no purples, um, natural color hair, black hair, brown hair. Uh, like I said, in neutral colors, neutral backgrounds, light to minimal quote unquote makeup. Um, so that's kind of what it was giving that thread. And at first when I saw the thread, I'm scrolling through it. I thought like, uh, okay, but you know, I clicked off and I started scrolling down TikTok and I put no more thought into it. But a few hours later, while I was in the shower, if you've been here a while, you know that I get most of my existential thoughts in the shower. But anyway, I thought we are so much more than an aesthetic. And it just hit me because I didn't think anything else about the clean girl aesthetic after I stopped scrolling. But in the shower, it hit me again. And I was like, we are so much more than an aesthetic. And when I got out of the shower, I tweeted, quote, kind of hate that people are labeling themselves as an aesthetic instead of just existing as a person fully being made up of varying components. I can't verbalize it how I want to, but yeah, so that was my tweet so that you have a little bit of context. But since I tweeted that and since I scrolled through the clean girl aesthetic uh, thread, I've had time to really think about it and turn it around in my head enough to talk about it here. And that's why this week we are talking about how you as a person are so much more than an aesthetic. Again, if you've been here a while, you know how I am. I love words. I love to know what words mean. We use a lot of words. Very rarely do we look words up because we just use the context that we are used to hearing them in. So here's a definition of the word aesthetic according to Merriam-Webster. Aesthetic is an adjective meaning done or made to improve a person's appearance or to correct defects in a person's appearance. That's aesthetic as an adjective. Now, according to Merriam-Webster, aesthetic being used as a noun is defined as a particular thought or conception of beauty or art, a particular taste for or approach to what is pleasing to the senses and especially sight, a pleasing appearance or effect. Those are the definitions of aesthetic. And I would like to draw attention to the fact that aesthetic relies on the outer appearance of something so that it pleases the person that is perceiving the thing. That's going to be important later, so put a pin there. Now, I consider myself to be a reasonable person. Like, I know that there is room for things to coexist and that people can participate in whatever they want to participate in. I'm not knocking that. I'm not here to put boundaries and limitations on what people want to do in their lives. That's not me at all because I don't want anybody to put boundaries and limitations on me. Rather, I'm making this episode as a reminder, hopefully, that you are more than your outer appearance. You are more than people's perception of who you are. You can participate in an aesthetic, any aesthetic that you please. That's the beauty of this thing called life. Like we have choices. We have free will to do what we want. But what I'm afraid of, though, is the long term effects that these trends can have on the highly impressionable person, especially our youth. Um, 
especially ones that are figuring out who they are and they are going to social media to try and pull things from different people and different sources to figure out who they are, right? I want people to know themselves fully. I want people to discover who they are instead of putting on these aesthetics like costumes in hopes that they'll receive this imaginary status symbol from people that don't really matter, if we're being quite honest. People that perceive you on social media don't really matter. I've seen people let social media tell them what colors they need to be getting on their toes um, and what colors they shouldn't be getting if you know you know. Uh, You know the gang of people that are like, if you have anything other than white toes, that's not it. Stop getting other colors on your toes. And it's like, are you paying for them to get their toes done? If not, shh focus on your feet, you know? And the same thing with nails. Like if your nails are not this shape, that's not it. You need to be getting this shape. Um, You need to have this bag. You need to be wearing these shoes. Your hair needs to be like this. You need to have tape-ins. Sew-ins are so 2005. And it's just like, if you are not paying for any of this maintenance for people, who are you to tell them what they need to be getting, right? You know, social media over the years has told people what bags they can purchase, which ones they shouldn't purchase, what spots to hang at, which ones are not cool enough to hang at, which ones have the right aesthetic and the right vibe for you to post on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. Um, And that just, that doesn't sound wild to y'all. Like that doesn't sound kind of insane. Like when I think about it, even saying it, it's like this, how did we get here? Right. And so I was thinking about these different aesthetics over the past few days And it seems like every few weeks or maybe every month or two, there's a new aesthetic that pops up. So you have the old money aesthetic. You have the black girl luxury aesthetic. You have the bare minimum aesthetic or the what is the one on TikTok? The bare minimum black woman aesthetic or something like that or like non-black luxury. It's like the opposite of the black girl luxury um, aesthetic that was happening on TikTok or movement. Some people call it a movement. So for those that have no idea what we are talking about with these aesthetics, if all of this is new to you, um, I wanted to kind of break down at least two of them so you can get what we're talking about. One is the old money aesthetic that was popular. I think it still is popular. I don't know. I'm not on that side of TikTok, but the old money aesthetic is, you know, if you put it in our good friend Google, you will get a definition. And it says that old money is an aesthetic based around a wealthy classic style. Old money refers to people who have inherited their wealth instead of working for it. Keep this. In the United States, old money is associated with WASP, W-A-S-P, meaning white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture. And in Europe, old money is associated with titles of nobility. That's what you will get when you search the old money aesthetic on Google. The problem I have with the old money aesthetic is that, especially if we're speaking in terms of America, the United States. And again, I really want to reemphasize that you can do whatever you want, right? Again, we have free will, but we're just talking. We're having a conversation. The problem that I have with the old money aesthetic, especially in the United States, is that Old money here in the United States is mostly derived from chattel slavery. 
period, point blank, right? A lot of wealthy, and I mean like generational wealth in the United States is a byproduct of chattel slavery. It is a byproduct of these families that had slaves or enslaved people come from Africa and work for them. That is how they got their wealth. So whenever I see a black person, and I'm not trying to be funny, but whenever I see a black person with the quote unquote old money aesthetic, I'm just like, do you realize what you are trying to channel? Do you realize the image that you are trying to display or the aesthetic that you are trying to display to others is a byproduct of what your could be, maybe not your ancestors went through, you know, that's not suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. It's a little suspicious to me. I would never want to promote the quote unquote old money aesthetic um, because I know a lot of times where that old money came from and how problematic that is. Another aesthetic that is really popular is the black girl luxury aesthetic. Shifting gears on that a little bit, I read an op-ed on Allure.com, and if you would like to read it, the title is, Why Don't You See More Natural Hair in Black Girl Luxury TikTok? It was written by Jihan Forbes, or Jihan Forbes, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but it's written by a black woman, and basically, um, she does this deep dive into TikTok, and a quote from her article says, During one of my deep dives in the hashtag over the holidays in November and December of 2021, I started to notice something. Very few of the black women in the hashtag, black women in luxury hashtag, were sporting their natural hair. I'd see a few box braids here and there, usually worn on vacation in places like Bali or the Maldives. Um, But the overwhelming majority of women under the hashtag are devoted to their bundles. So Jihan talks about the lack of natural hair in the black girl luxury space. And another excerpt from the article says, quote, the hair carries a message. It tells those we meet what a person can or cannot afford or how they are willing to invest in their hair, explains Johanna Lucate. I am sorry if I am butchering her name. A research fellow at the Max Planck Institute for the study of religious and ethnic diversity. She's done a TED talk on the psychology of black hair, weaves, wigs, and extensions are the type of accessories people in the know would be able to identify as expensive, kind of like a Birkin bag, Dr. Lucate suggests. A weave made from human hair extension costs several hundred, if not thousands of dollars, she says. Given the price tag attached to some weaves, it is easily conceivable how they will become a way of making class distinctions visible. So as you can see, some of these aesthetics and spaces can be used as an opportunity to separate oneself from the group, which isn't problematic in itself when you look at it. But if you start to dig under the surface of why the separation is coming and who are you trying to separate from? Why do you want to be seen as separate or distinct from this other group of people? That's when you start having a problem with these different um, quote unquote aesthetics. And you can see how some of these spaces that are being created are just an extension of the separation that has been taught to us for years and years, in my humble opinion. 
So with the rise of TikTok, there has also been a rise in the categories of aesthetics, I think. Now, no, aesthetics themselves are not a new thing. If you think back a few years ago, there was like this running joke about the girls, like the quote, Pinterest girls. Um, and it comes up every fall and every uh, winter. Um, but anyway, it's about how these Pinterest girls, it's usually the women who are wearing like the brown hats, the ankle booties, the brown ankle booties, drinking the pumpkin spice lattes uh, with the plaid scarves, the white sweaters. You know that look. If you know, you know. And there was a meme also that comes up every year where it's like Future, the rapper, and he's photoshopped in this picture of the girls that look like that. So that is an aesthetic and that has been around for a long time. And that's just one. You also have like the emo girl aesthetic or the goth aesthetic, um, the skater girl aesthetic. Think back to Avril Lavigne, um, early 2000s. That was an aesthetic. The During the crank that era, even that can be considered an aesthetic, how we all dressed at that time. And also the uh the vans era got my vans on but they look like sneakers people dressed a certain way then and you want it to be perceived as a part of that group by having that certain attire or that certain demeanor about yourself so aesthetics are not new but we have a lot more to worry about now i think because everything is so easily accessible now Again, especially for the youth. And that's when you start having like the problems. So the thing about it, what I really want to drive home is that I don't think that aesthetics themselves are a problem. But once we start using aesthetics as a way of class distinction or as a way to place oneself on a pedestal while also pushing down another group of people, that's when we start having a problem. When you start to lose yourself and not... Uh, put emphasis on who you are discovering who you are as a person at the core and you are putting all of this extra energy into a certain maintenance to appear a certain way on the exterior and you start losing who you are on the interior if you're putting more into how you look outside as opposed to how you are inside to me that's when you have a problem you are more than the badge you wear. You are more than the shoes you wear. You are more than the Starbucks drink you order. Um, the way you get your nails, what color you get on your toes, the way you decorate your home. Those things are an extension of you, but they aren't who you are at your core, which begs the question, who are you? If all of those outward things are stripped away, who would you be? Take some time to learn yourself outside of these social media trends, outside of TikTok. Discover what you like and what you don't like, what brings you joy and what doesn't. And I'm not perfect. Far from it. There was a time that I would look at what other people would wear, what they would drive, how they would get their hair, etc. And I felt like I needed to mirror those things because maybe by doing that, I would be afforded some of the privileges Um or access to the spaces that those people were afforded. Or maybe I would feel like I was a part of some imaginary club that I made up in my own head. But now I realize that those things don't matter. 
you know, find what works for you. Find what you like. If that's white toes for the rest of your life, so be it. If it's French nails for the rest of your life, so be it. If it's a 30 inch bust down middle part, so be it. But make sure that it is genuine and authentic to you and not just something that you are taking from other people because you think that it will grant you access or a certain privilege or happiness because honestly those things are just an extension of who you are they aren't who you are we march to the beat of our own drum and i invite you to do the same i hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode don't forget to stay black and carefree welcome back to the podcast again i'll see you guys next week bye